This is LaQuest, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats. Our churches are no longer safe. Clubs are no longer safe. And yes, our schools are no longer safe. This is Pablo Espinosa with Look West. Just hours after 19 students and two teachers were massacred in a Texas school, the California State Assembly began a previously scheduled debate on a host of gun-related proposals. Assemblymember Mike Gibson's measure to ban ghost guns was up first, and the horror of the Texas shooting was clearly weighing heavily on his mind as he presented his legislation. I want to call to your attention Parkland, Sandy Hooks, Saugus, Highland, Laguna Wood, Sacramento. What I didn't call on that list of names was what took place in Buffalo, New York. What took place in Texas yesterday, less than 24 hours, uh, 24 hours. Our churches are no longer safe. Clubs are no longer safe. And yes, our schools are no longer safe. I was sitting in the room a few moments uh, for breakfast with Reggie, and we were talking about the situation. And he was talking about why were they not releasing the names of the children? Because they had to identify those babies. They had to identify those babies. What has this country become? What are we doing? What nation have we become? We have on our streets a proliferation of ghost guns, these guns of mass destruction. What in the hell are we doing when we cannot pass federal legislation that safeguards our babies, our children? We should not have this problem, but we do. And it's our responsibility to fix it, to make it better. And how dare you hide behind the gun lobbyists when babies are dying? 1621 is my ghost gun bill. My colleagues will be talking about their bills as well. We need to get these bills onto the governor's desk so we can sign these bills. Because if we didn't have good, sensible gun legislation, there will be more shootings of mass destruction. There will be more lives that have been lost in this state. And it's our responsibility. We have an obligation and a responsibility to not only to this generation, but the next generation as well. I respectfully ask for I vote on 1621. The floor discussion that followed felt a bit like an open therapy session, especially for those lawmakers who are also parents, like Rebecca Bauer-Cahan and Buffy Wicks. Yesterday, I got to pick my kids up and hug them. And 19 parents in Texas didn't. And they never will again. And if that doesn't get us to act, then I don't know what does. These were innocent babies with their entire future ahead of them. And yet we have a government across this country that won't do what needs to be done to stop this. As has been said before, We are the only nation in the world where kids get massacred at school. We are the only nation in the world 
where our children are trained what to do if they're being hunted in their classrooms. Yeah, my kids know. You stand low against the windows. You crouch, you're quiet. Don't say a word. Because they know they might be hunted in the classroom where they learn, where they play, and where they grow. That's not okay. We are failing our communities on this issue. Our number one job is to keep our communities safe. And we are failing. And while we have good gun violence prevention laws here in California, there is still more that we can do here. And I beg and I plead and I will grovel with my colleagues on the other side of the aisle to stand up and do the right thing and support these bills and demand federal policy action on this issue in this nation right now. We have 50 U.S. Senators who are doing nothing on this issue. And our children are dying. And if our federal government won't take action, I beg other state legislatures around this country to take action now. Unlike much of the country that Assemblymember Wicks was calling on to take action against gun violence, California has many gun-related laws on the books, and they work, as Assemblymember Kevin McCarty explained. The big question is, why are we at it again? Why do we keep writing laws to, to focus on gun violence? Some people say we have 100 laws on the books. Why do we keep writing more? Because too many people keep dying, too many guns are in the wrong hands, and we have too much senseless violence across all of our communities, across our whole country. And the federal government is not stepping up. Our states aren't stepping up, our neighboring states. So California needs to continue to lead by example. We cannot stop. We will never stop. We will never stop bringing up these measures when we can go after and protect lives. Research shows that California's laws on guns work. That's why Mr. Gibson is working on his measure to make it more difficult to make your build-a-bear gun kit that is essentially an assault rifle copycat. For more than an hour, member after member stood to support Assemblymember Gibson's legislation and the other five gun-related bills that were to be voted on that day. Assemblymember Jesse Gabriel rose to applaud the action Assembly Democrats are taking to reduce gun violence and implored others to have the political courage to support common-sense gun violence prevention measures. Now, we in California are taking a different approach. We understand that passing common-sense gun safety legislation can make a difference and it saves lives. And you heard that from Mr. McCarty. You heard that very eloquently from our governor uh, at a press conference earlier today. We know that we can take meaningful action to save lives. And that is what we are required to do. We don't have a policy problem. It's not like we can't figure out what the solution to this is, right? We know that uh, we've heard lots of conversations about mental illness and video games and bullying. This is a uniquely American phenomenon. Mental health issues and bullying and video games exist in other countries. What does not exist is the repeated mass murder of young people in schools, of people in houses of worship, of elderly people in grocery stores. This is a uniquely American phenomenon. What we have is easy access to weapons that were designed for the battlefield, that have mangled young people so badly that they can't even identify them. 
we have a responsibility to address this issue. And so the question is not is what, what's the right policy, what's the policy solution. We have a politics problem. And what we need is political courage. What we need is political will. What we need is people who want to be part of the solution. And I want to thank our colleague from Orange County. What we need is responsible gun owners who are willing to stand up and say 90% of the American people, Republican, Democrat, independent, gun owners, non-gun owners, support common sense measures. That will save the lives of young people in this country. Assemblymember Steve Bennett held out hope that California can continue to lead the effort to save lives. The solution is at the national level, but the solution can start here in California. If people who have, for whatever reason, not been willing to stand up to the gun culture can start to do it in California, it then becomes easier for that to spread to other states and hopefully to our country. Assembly Bill 1621, Gibson's ghost gun bill, was approved by the state assembly. Governor Gavin Newsom held a news conference with Gibson and a host of other lawmakers to vow he would sign the ghost gun bill as well as other legislation put forward by assembly Democrats. Assemblymember Phil Ting wrote one of the other bills being voted on that day. His measure allows survivors of gun violence to file a civil action for damages against gun manufacturers, importers, or dealers. He told us after the news conference he was horrified by the Texas school shooting, which happened just as the whole country was still mourning victims of a mass shooting in Buffalo, which happened not long after a mass shooting at a church in California. Well, first, it's just horrifying and shocking. Uh, I have children as well, like so many other legislators. Uh, we received emails from all our schools this morning talking about safety precautions, talking about uh, what they would do in the event of emergency. And it's just horrifying. I mean, you think about this for earthquakes or tornadoes or natural disasters, but what you don't think of is when you have madmen going into your school and targeting children, especially young children. It's just absolutely horrifying. It's not something you expect to think about when you drop off your kids to school, but this has become all too often in the last 20 years where children can't go to school safely without being worried about their safety and without being worried about being shot. It's absolutely disgusting and horrifying, and we need to make sure that this stops. Uh, my bill, AB 1594, is a bill that allows victims of gun violence to sue gun manufacturers, gun dealers, uh, gun distributors, to make sure that they are following state law, that they have the same kind of liability that any uh, company does, whether it's an auto company, whether it's a toy company, uh, any company has the same consumer liability as uh, a gun manufacturer. Right now, federal law protects these uh, gun manufacturers and these gun distributors and these gun shops from any kind of liability, which is absolutely uh, unheard of uh, for consumers. They have the ability to sue any type of uh, company based on their liability. And so this is absolutely something that we can change. Uh, we saw New York pass a law, sign it into law, and we think it's a great example. It really puts the power back in the hands of ordinary individuals. It really helps put the power back in their hands to make our streets safer. We've seen too often the frustration of victims of gun violence that they've tried to sue uh, gun manufacturers only to see them run up against federal law. So this will stop in California once this bill is passed and signed into law. Assemblymember Rebecca Bauer-Kane, author of a bill to stop gun makers from targeting children with advertisements, was also at the news conference. She told us news of the Texas school shooting worried her just like millions of other parents around the country. 
I'm a mom and my three kids went off to school today. And like every parent today, I think we had a harder time sending our kids off to school knowing that they're not necessarily safe at school with guns as prolific as they are in America. And that's hard. And as a leader in this state, it is incumbent upon us to do everything we can to make sure every child is protected from this epidemic of gun violence and that every parent feels good about sending their kid to school where they should be safest. And it's a really hard day for the parents who lost their children, and we all mourn with them and hope the country will finally act and do something. And I think, first and foremost, I want to call on the federal government to do something, because California will always lead the way. But we are only as safe as the closest state without good gun violence prevention laws. So we need a national standard. We need our sister states to join us in this fight. But we will continue to act. And yes, the governor mentioned my bill, AB 2571, which stops the advertising of guns to children. Although in California, a child can't buy a gun, a child can receive advertising teaching them to want to carry weapons of war. And so we are going to stop that indoctrination and that advertising as soon as this bill is passed into law. Because as we saw yesterday, these are kids killing kids and it needs to end. Two of the other gun violence prevention bills also approved by the Assembly focus on gun shows. Assemblymember Kevin McCarty told the Assembly Public Safety Committee he wants to see tighter oversight on gun shows. I'm here today to present a bill to help curb um, unnecessary gun violence in California and prevent guns from getting in the wrong hands. And uh, one issue that comes up in California too often is individuals go to gun shows and purchase guns and lawful owners go to gun lawful Californians go to gun shows all the time buy guns for their own personal protection, for hunting, for target practice, what have you, for sporting. But there are people that slip through the cracks. And uh, I know, you know, and this committee has talked about gun shows and how there's never examples of people who go there inappropriately. Just, you know, two weeks ago, the Attorney General of California announced the arrest of an individual, an armed or prohibited felon, possessing illegal firearms and ammunition, including an AR-15, that he bought the, um, the, the, the materials to make a ghost gun. And uh, how do they know this happened? Because they witnessed him buying it at a gun show without proper oversight of that. So this bill would, I think, put some reasonable regulations on gun shows, not to shut them down, just to make sure that they have proper um, signage and information out front, knowing what the laws and regulations are and the expectations for buyers and uh, and sellers. Assemblymember Steve Bennett told the same committee he has partnered with Ventura County to write a bill banning gun shows from the Ventura County fairgrounds. Our country's living through a gun violence crisis of epidemic proportions, with tens of thousands killed every year and many more wounded. Over the course of our lifetimes, I believe every American will know someone who loses their life to gun violence. This is uniquely American phenomena, and the question is, why is this happening so much more in America than every place else? Why does virtually every other first world country have so much less gun violence? It's preposterous to think that all of these other countries have significantly fewer mentally ill people. I think the reason is obvious. We have the weakest gun controls, the strongest gun lobby, and the most pervasive gun culture in the first world. In 2020, California saw a troubling rise of more than 500 homicides, which is the largest jump in the state's history since record-keeping began in 1960. 
Simultaneously, the state recorded more than 680,000 handgun transactions in 2020, up 65% from the prior year. Gun shows are dedicated events to the display and sale of firearms and firearm-related accessories. Thousands of people attend gun shows held each year, contributing to a growing gun culture that is so closely correlated to the rising gun violence we are experiencing in our communities. The profits earned by gun manufacturers have enriched their top executives and funded the growth of, the, of this gun culture that is so unique to the United States. We don't need to supplement their outreach by making large public venues available for gatherings that advance a gun culture that enriches them and shatters the lives of so many. It's time to end the practice of making these guns available at publicly owned sites like our fairgrounds that in our community in particular, which this bill specifically addresses, is where our community goes for recreation for our young people, our fairgrounds, all of our youth activities, many of our youth activities are centered around our fairgrounds. AB 1769 takes a small first step in my community that's seeking to prohibit the sale of firearms and firearm precursor parts or ammunition at the Ventura County Fairgrounds and to take a small step towards ending the growth of the gun culture. When I was reading a bedtime story to our first grader and he asked me if I could get to his classroom in time to protect him if a shooter came on campus, I have to tell you I gulped hard. The majority of the parents in my district want to decrease the presence of the gun culture in our community. This is one step to do that. Assembly members Brian Mainshine, Buffy Wicks, and J.C. Gabriel are authors of the other gun measures sent forward by the State Assembly. Assemblymember Mainshine's AB 2239 puts a 10-year firearms ban on people convicted of child abuse and violent elder and dependent adult abuse. As we've seen throughout our country's history with gun violence, allowing firearms in the hands of the wrong individuals can have disastrous effects. In 2020, the per capita rate of gun deaths in the U.S. was the highest since the mid-90s, with 13.6 gun deaths per every 100,000 people. Additionally, the U.S. saw seven gun suicides per 100,000 people in the U.S. in 2020. Far too often, these tragedies are perpetrated by individuals who have shown previous signs of violence and intent to harm. We often wonder as a society how we could have missed the signs. How did we allow this person to slide by without intervention or treatment? That's why I'm proud to introduce AB 2239, which will expand the list of crimes that trigger a 10-year ban on possessing a firearm. Currently, California law prohibits individuals convicted of felonies and specified misdemeanors from possessing a firearm within a certain timeline. My bill will ensure that those convicted of crimes, such as child endangerment and elder abuse, are also banned from owning a firearm within 10 years of their conviction. Assemblymember Gabriel's legislation to establish in Medi-Cal a violence prevention and recovery program was approved without any no votes in committee or in the full assembly. In Assemblymember Wick's legislation to reduce the number of firearms that can be made without a license in a year also clear the Assembly. All told, the State Assembly has approved a dozen proposals to reduce gun violence this year, eight from the Assembly and four from the Senate. 
Speaker of the State Assembly, Anthony Rendon, said during the news conference mentioned earlier that Democrats have improved California's gun laws, will continue to do so in hopes the rest of the nation would look west to California's example to improve their own gun laws. California already has strong gun laws on background checks, limiting purchasing by age, and restraining orders to prevent gun violence. Still, if there is anything more that we can do, we are compelled to do it. It is also our hope that other states will join California and that we will act nationally to end the stranglehold that gun violence has on our country. In the last few days, as we were working to produce this special episode of Look West, we saw more mass shootings at a doctor's office in Oklahoma, another church, this time in Iowa, and at a funeral in Wisconsin. It is clear that thoughts and prayers are simply just not enough. Decisive action to enact gun violence prevention measures is needed, and Assembly Democrats are doing it, with the hope immediate federal action is forthcoming. We want to thank all the Assembly members and Speaker Rendon for their actions on this important issue. I'm Pablo Espinosa, and this is Look West. Thank you for listening. This is Look West, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats.